0: Lauren, do we feel after three games? Just give me like a, a general overview before we dive in more specifically.
1: I mean, honestly, after game three, quite pleased, even though they lost, which I don't care about sure. that in the preseason, <laughs> whatever. Do your thing, <laughs> Ravens or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, not anymore.
1: No, not anymore. That's uh, see, that's how little I cared about it in the first place. No,
0: what 100%. Uh. I mean, especially when you have a rookie quarterback, your goal should probably be Let's not get this guy killed. Let's right. make sure this guy knows where the receivers are going to be.
1: Yes. And let's, you know, attempt a few passes beyond the sticks. Absolutely.
0: That we drafted cool. this kid for a reason. Let's let him do his thing.
1: Yeah. And and they did. They did all of those things and they even scored a touchdown, which I was. I loved.
0: very nice. We're going to get to all of it for people watching on the YouTube feed. You will see we are both in uh, hats uh, celebrating Bryce Young, Lawrence Bryce Upson. Uh, mine says, uh, My sweet tiny prince. Um, hers is Panthers colors. Mine is Bama colors. Uh, and that really is sort of the nexus of this show, right? Because we are tracking his transition, Bryce Young's transition into being a pro. And before I ask you our question uh, that we start with every week, I do think this week more than ever before even the doubters had to look at his performance and say, okay, I can see the path to him being a viable, good NFL starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like, I wasn't necessarily a doubter oh, yeah, it's, yeah, for me. It, this,
0: by the way, that comment was directed no. specifically to Chris Sims. Oh,
1: why do we still like listen to his opinions on football at all? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking sincerely. Yeah.
0: Cause we're a content economy okay. and he makes
1: content. And yeah, I guess there's lots of room for bad, Content and opinions, whatever. I don't usually care what he has to say. (laughs) Although, to be fair, the Panthers' own quarterback coach is the one that I would not necessarily... What, Coach McEwee?
0: You mean Unless it's do
1: as I say, not as I do?
0: You mean future Texans head coach uh, Josh McCown? Wait a minute. Is it Josh or Luke? It's Josh, right? It's Josh. Okay. Did you know there's a third McCown brother? Yes. Like Daryl or something like that? Something
1: like that, yeah. (laughs) Just... Two quarterbacks that love to throw interceptions.
0: Right. And then one that never got the chance because he never got, uh, I don't even think he started in college if I remember right.
1: That's probably right. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, Lauren, uh, let's ask the question. Bryce Young, was he too short this week? No. No, he was very tall and handsome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to be tall to be handsome,
0: you know. No, agreed. Agreed. And he I doesn't just, have to be tall to be good. I uh, I have that, um, that AT&T commercial that played all through last college football season yeah. on, uh, in, in my head of the woman shouting, he's so short. And then the AT&T girl says, you're looking very handsome, Tyler, very tall. That is what I think about Bryce every time he drops back.
1: Yes. No, for <laughs> sure. I, I Yeah, I, I get it. I get it from that. He's standing tall. Yes. Maybe that's, yeah. Standing Very, tall,
0: and I will say this, I didn't notice that that tall stance was on the tiptoes this week, and I have started I didn't notice for it, it
1: either. I didn't notice it either, actually, come to think of it, yeah, um, yeah, that for sure. And then you actually saw him have time to make reads right. Find open receivers, choose amongst them, <laughs> which is the best option. I was like, woo, now we're cooking with gas, not, people.
0: Not only that, you saw him recognize a lot quicker that, oh, it's time to go.
1: Yes. And hundred percent.
0: His uh his scrambles were not limited to let me at least get past the line of scrimmage. I mean
1: his internal clock has noticeably sped up
0: absolutely back-to-back scampers on the third and fourth offensive snaps for the uh for the panthers back-to-back scampers that totaled about nine yards he had another one which was even more impressive in his second drive uh where he just sort of ducked it and ran right
1: i feel like scamper is such an appropriate word for that like (laughs) i don't know what you would have called like for instance like what cam would have done yeah like a barrel barrel that's exactly the word (laughs) i was thinking of a barrel through you or you know sometimes they'll juke you too but uh yeah it's a scamper it's very cute
0: uh I I thought this week we saw like very much in the spotlight what Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer were talking about in terms of you know uh, there may be like CJ Stroud might have had a stronger arm but that you're just not going to match Bryce's processing and as Mm -hmm. a Bryce Young apologist I know that's part of what I've been Preaching, but man, it was really on display yes. on an NFL clock this week,
1: and that's what made me feel better. That's what I've been wanting to see. It's not that I doubt what his potential could be based on preseason, but mm-hmm. it's also like, well, can I see a little bit? Yeah, just, just just touch. Yeah, you know.
0: And, and listen, uh, speaking for Bama fans and all of us that had to suffer through Bill O'Brien's play calling the last two years, um uh, how it was that for me, or was that for Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. Okay, very good. Um. It's amazing how well a slant pattern works. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you have a quarterback that needs to work quick and you have a receiver with that kind of speed that Jonathan Mingo has, it's amazing how effective and reliable a slant pattern can be.
1: And that's not the easiest pass. Like it seems, it's deceptive. Like it seems easy. This
0: is part of why I said last week that I actually have really high expectations for Mingo and Bryce together Mm -hmm. is that. I think both the completion on, I, I think, the first snap of the game, right? Because he came out throwing his first
1: five That's snaps. Something like that. Or at it was, least was the
0: post-of-throw because two of them were were. And we kept
1: going beyond the first down line. Absolutely. Like,
0: oh. But like every slant he has thrown to Mingo has been about anticipation. The, mm. the one that was incomplete was where Mingo stopped short so i'm I'm super impressed with what I saw coming out of this week from Bryce Young and
1: from the receivers too yeah receivers the the o line was still improving mm-hmm. and and you could see the improvement even from game two and obviously game one was a complete tire fire yeah. um, <laughs> and then and then coaching staff as well like obviously they understood that they needed to get him in some situations where he could find a way to get some confidence before going into week one and and belief in himself. Not that he lacked that necessarily, but like, just, just to like do it in a live action game, like you said, at the NFL level, like that's important.
0: Yeah. Uh, We saw a variety of running backs in this game. None of them Miles Sanders again, which look, we knew that was going to be the case. I just wonder at what point do
1: we... If you've got eight running backs... (laughs) you have zero that's kind of the case
0: right now listen i love seeing spencer brown out there i don't think he's going to factor in like he might make the roster as like the last guy the last running back on the roster if he
1: can special team he might stay maybe
0: i mean listen i I just liked him in college i I liked what a little bowling ball he was i love little
1: bowling balls
0: um but uh but I, i just wonder when we are going to acknowledge that like hey miles sanders is new yeah. this I all mean, integrated everyone's new to this offense because it's a new coaching staff yep. new quarterback like the the only continuity that we feel really good about is icky and we don't feel as good about him as we did even a month ago
1: no um i'm not willing still to throw him in the I,
0: i'm not throwing him away i'm saying no like, no no, no I our feelings have changed. yeah
1: i'm just saying like that's where i'm at and yeah. and and my only concern with him is like Every game now, he's had at least one play where it seemed as if he did not know whom or could not see whom he was supposed to be blocking. Is it whom or whom? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Or who?
0: I was about to say, is it not just who? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It it was. um, So here's the thing. Because overall, he looked a lot better. Mm -hmm. That moment really stood out.
1: We're right because yes, he did, and he made a more noticeable positive impact, which mm-hmm. is something I was looking for from him too. Because in the other games, it seemed like he was just kind of scraping by and then would have or and then would be awful for a few plays. And yeah, you know, it was just one play this time, so like good on him, but it was just like it was literally like he didn't even see the person he was supposed to block again,
0: yeah. And and I wonder, so. It's a brain farty kind of thing where... I guess? It, it's so hard for me to figure out what it is otherwise because... Maybe he
1: just can't see. Maybe his visor's too dark.
0: Do you think it is a matter of like, is this a loser's attitude with the dark uh, visor? Like you're playing for... You're playing in daytime attitude and we're playing for primetime now.
1: Well, I think like if Frank Reich wants to pump him up a little, he can just say, listen, you can't really see the big picture. They love to say Ooh, that. yes. You can't see the big picture if your vision... Is darkened. You know
0: what I mean? I mean, it's not, so we're joking, but it's not, I mean, something that we haven't heard from coaches before.
1: I mean, yeah. See the, they love talking about seeing the big picture. They don't usually say it literally. Right. But in, you know, you do hear coaches annoyed with players for using the dark visors, depending on the position, especially. And like, if you can't, See, maybe it's a blocking mix up. I don't know. But it's also like, then he doesn't even go for the guy that's going right past him. So that's what makes it look like he doesn't see him.
0: Okay. So that actually makes more sense than what I have been thinking, which is does he? Think that there's someone? Ne- does he just forget he's a a tackle and which, not a guard?
1: I'm, that would be puzzling to me because he's been at tackle
0: right most of his career. No, like I'm saying that he doesn't see him makes way more sense than any other alternative. Which, if that's the case, I mean,
1: I'm it seems a little far fetched too potentially, but also like based on what we visually see, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I wonder how much of it is even if he does have. Perfect vision and that visor, and that visor is something of a, I don't know, like maybe it's a security blanket kind of thing for him, yeah. ab- avoiding cheap shots. Like, at what point, as the coaching staff, do you say, Hey, we are going to change as many of the little things as we can to eliminate the little things that lead to big mistakes?
1: I mean, I'd love to say that I'm 100% confident that the, co- after this has happened for like three games in a row, that the coaching <laughs> staff would be like, would have noticed it after a game or two and been like, Hey, man. Can can I
0: like? Can you see not to not to throw icky or even the coaching staff yeah. under the bus? But like, if you're an NFL player and an NFL head coach, why do you need three games before you have that conversation?
1: I mean, look, I mean, maybe, maybe, to maybe to there's fair, something going on behind the scenes that we have no sure, idea. About. I was going like, to say,
0: to be fair, after game one, they had a lot of guys they had to talk to.
1: Right, for sure. And then there's also the fact of, you know, sometimes coaches can outthink themselves and yep. maybe the simplest solution isn't always the most evident one. And, right. and then you, <laughs> I mean, it happens to us in life. You yeah, know, you, sure. you you try to like complicated solution a problem and you're like, oh, I just needed to do this. Yeah. I didn't know that. I would have just done that.
0: Uh, where are we at overall on the offensive line as we head into the regular season? Meh. I am. Meh.
1: Man and a half.
0: Man and a half, I think, is right because I was like, "At oh boy," uh, yeah. after game one, and it's definitely not oh boy. But and I was
1: de- still at ooh, yeah after yeah. the second game. Of, so, yeah, I was I, at a, I was at a yikes.
0: Um, <laughs> I was at a at one point after. Yeah. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau just blew right past Icky. Yeah, I'm. I'm closer to oh boy than oh boy. But I'm not at. Oh boy!
1: No, definitely not. You know, not. I'm
0: definitely not there. But I'm I more at like.
1: That, oh boy!
0: Yeah, I'm Sarcastic. at a. Um, I'm at a. Uh, I think that's where I am. I'm at a huh. That's good. Not like a huh, but a huh. Like that's. I'm we at a.
1: Huh? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Welcome yeah. to Phonics with Demetrian and Lauren.
1: <laughs> Welcome to finding passive-aggressive ways to say how you really feel about something. We are in the South, after all.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so what right now, oh man, speaking of uh, being in the South and and transitioning from passive-aggressive to everyone else is gone, and we can be. What's your biggest problem going into the season?
1: It's actually, for me, it's a problem that they've had for a long time. And one that has frustrated me for years and that I don't think they've fully solved like perm, like getting a culture in place on this side of the ball. And making it good every year, I feel like they sacrifice it every year as special teams. Like, mm-hmm. I I legit think they haven't had elite special teams since their first Super Bowl. Season.
0: Define that for me. What Because, like, look, you, in this part of the country, we say elite special teams. Everyone is thinking Beamer Bowl, right? And that's not possible. No, I'm
1: not level. talking about blocking punts and kicks. That's cool if you can do it. Yeah. I'm talking about... Having a good coverage unit that you can trust to get a punt returner or a kick returner down, and we saw three, du- three, four dudes bounce right off the yeah. lion as if he were made of Vaseline.
0: The first kickoff that the Panthers, uh, the first time the Panthers kicked to yeah. the Lions, and forgive me, I don't know who the Lions returner was. I don't
1: either. It, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, because it, and it really doesn't matter because it wasn't a matter of that dude's vision. It was wherever he went, a hole opened up. Not he went to where the holes are. Right. It was just,
1: no, it was opening up for him. Yeah. It
0: was a lack of discipline more than anything. It was yes. a lack of discipline on that side ton of the A
1: of missed tackles. It was just bad. And mm-hmm. the thing is like, there's so much you can do with good special teams. It just puts your team in a better position. Yep. It puts you in better field position. All of that. If you have bad special teams, you're backed up against your own goal line a lot. You have the, you know, posing offense starting like near midfield half the time. Like it, it's just, it's not worth it.
0: You've talked to more coaches in in your career than I have. And granted, it was on the college level, but but both college and the NFL changed their touchback to 25 yards on Mm -hmm. on a kickoff. And so I wonder what you hear from coaches in terms of what the strategy is. Is it a matter of like, are those five extra yards such a difference maker that if you can force a return, you'd rather make them return it because you have I, a chance to get them down sooner?
1: In college, I think that they would still prefer the safest route. I mean, think about college coaches, right? They right. These are the people that, you know, punt on fourth and one, at right. the opponent 30. Right. Okay. So, or not punt, but try a well, field goal, whatever. It's yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so they would, they prefer the safe play, yeah. which is to, you know, kick it out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. And NFL kickers don't always kick it out of the back, uh, out of the back of the end zone, but they can kick it pretty far into it. That's what you want. You don't want a little, you know, shallow wobbler right moseying its way on up to the just crossing the goal line (laughs) as the guys coming towards it at full momentum that's not what you want so that's on the kicker too but then you see the coverage is also a mess and like look the kicker they have a kicker that can make field goals which is Mm -hmm. good and they've had that for a long time to be fair so i'm not talking all the special teams but your coverage units are and return units are super crucial you can get yardage back i mean it's harder in the nfl i think you don't see as many returns of kicks or punts i feel like as you No, used i agree to. with you um but at the same time you know i'm at the i've been at the point with the panther special teams over the years where i just like y'all y'all know i didn't like Britton burson some of y'all who've been following me a long time <laughs> i mean the person Britton Verson's probably fine but the player because they had him back there on punt returns and literally he would just drop the football yeah. half the time and i was I was like, are you serious? You have one job, sir. Just catch it and fall down the fetal position. I don't care what you do. Don't drop it. Are you serious? And why do we keep putting him back there? Does he have pictures of Jerry Richardson? Like literally what's happening?
0: Well, at this point, you don't have pictures. Like it's all out on Front Street with Jerry Richardson. Whatever. Who also is dead.
1: I'm not going to. Yeah.
0: I mean, just, you know, note for anybody that wasn't aware. Jerry Richardson dead. Uh, Where are you at on the receivers at this point? Because I know last week you said that you know, it's a problem that Mingo seems like the best one right now, but this is not even close to the worst collection of wide receivers this team has ever fielded.
1: That's not necessarily a compliment sure, no, i the understand. score, no. because the Panthers have had some truly awful wide receiver yeah. rooms over the years. Um, and I, I do tend to rate the ones a little higher, though, with that had, like, a Smitty it, or a Moose and Muhammad. Problem, right? Yeah, like, is they even, don't have an alpha. Yeah. Right.
0: Even Moose, um, who... I'm trying to think of the right way to say this because I I don't mean it as an insult at all. Moose was not Smitty, but he was still an upper quarter echelon receiver great, in the league great
1: hands yeah great ability to use his body he was just so smart and savvy and uh that's why I loved watching him too and I could always trust him to catch it
0: yeah and so I, I think that Adam Thielen is sort of showing you that at least the great hands yeah.
1: part he can be he made some really tough catches in this game including the touchdown yeah. and, and just like he's such maybe he's lost some speed he's 34 you know that's old in NFL, in NFL years. You're sure. Oh, no, I was debating my dad on that over the weekend. I'm <laughs> like, no, like, he's like, well, some guys play. I'm like, yes, I know some guys play, but like, you right. can see he's lost a little oh, bit. Of have you
0: and your dad uh, talked about running
1: backs yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, well, he knows they don't last 27 long.
0: 27 is archaic at this right, point.
1: Exactly. So, like, you know, it, it, but Thielen. Which, it,
0: by the way, brings me back to my Miles Sanders concern.
1: Yeah. Uh, well but <laughs> Thielen is just he you can count on him to make a catch and that's why yeah. he's valuable for you and he's somebody that Bryce can trust as well and that's really important for a rookie quarterback that you can trust that guy and make a tough catch for you and Bryce threw it exactly where it had to go and he positioned his body in a way that he was the only one that's going to catch that
0: it, not only that he positioned his body in a way that he was the only one that was going to catch it and also like he was so up against that sideline and gave himself yes, enough room that was to another, dive in.
1: Yes, for sure. And that's hard. Yeah. Because usually they think of the sideline as another defender, which I'm sure the DB did too. But he, right. he managed to make it work. And look, he's the, the savvy vet as a wide receiver is not a bad thing to have. No, like, I agree. You you They can commit a little OPI here or there without the refs noticing it. And maybe or maybe a ref even giving them a pass because they like him.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think that the offense is always going to get a pass on PI more and yeah, than the Yeah, it's the, defenses, the NFL. Right? Let's be
1: real. it's worse than in college. I mean, there yeah. were some PI flags in that game that I was like, are you serious? And I'm like, oh, right, it's the NFL. Never mind.
0: Excuse me. <laughs> the so with the receiver core, I think we know who the top three are. It's going to be some version of Thielen, Mingo, and Shark. After that, you know, I, I counted this up during the preseason. Uh, if you include the check down to Bryce or excuse me, to Chuba Hubbard in the first game, Bryce only threw to five different guys. Uh, and one of them uh, was Derek Wright, who he overthrew terribly in this game. Like, was Bryce too short on that play? Yes. Uh, mm. But overall, though, no. um, I don't know that now, granted, the plan is probably or is almost certainly. Three receivers, a tight end, and a running back. So you know, maybe it doesn't matter that he didn't go much deeper in, in terms of working on timing with the roster, and he's or I'm sorry, with the uh, depth chart, and he's mm-hmm. probably doing that in practice as well. But Yeah, probably. Man, it was pretty scripted in terms of who he was throwing to in the in the preseason.
1: Yeah, he's had the same few targets, which worries you a little bit mm-hmm. because you're like, well, the, and especially because they kept going down in that game, and that right. was making me nervous. Thielen went right back out, thankfully, but that that caused my stomach to drop. You know. Yeah,
0: me too.
1: <laughs> I was like, no, oh no, 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 especially, no.
0: Especially when it's the go-to commercial kind of injury.
1: Yes, you get the <laughs> injury music. I don't yeah, know. If, I don't know if they do the injury music. No,
0: it's only Fox that has the sad version of their theme for the injury music.
1: Yeah, so it's like, ooh, but yeah. I mean, they ended up being fine. I mean, it it is what it is at wide receiver right now. Like I said, they've had worse units. They've got some talent there, but is it dynamic enough to maybe um, make plays against teams with really good secondary yeah um I don't know (laughs) yeah
0: that's that's a really good question I like it is you
1: weren't seeing them get a lot of separation against the Jets or the Giants necessarily and and as
0: much as you know Thielen is willing to get into those contested catch kind of battles like you know Adam Thielen is not a uh, Mike Evans. He's not a David Boston. He's Mm -hmm. not a dude that just looks like a tree trunk became a receiver. Like he does not look like he has so much strength, that it does not matter whose hands were on that ball first.
1: Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. No. And I mean, he's going to, I think he's going to beat out, be able to use his brain to beat out, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of younger, more athletic guys that are, uh, not as savvy as him, and yeah. that'll be good. But like I said, against teams with experienced defensive backfields, it's, it's might be a long day at the office for the Panthers. Office.
0: Yeah, for uh, for sure. I, I do want to talk about uh, some of what the national media said about Bryce Young after this game. Nate Tice, who is Mike Tice's son. I don't know why I'm compelled to play with this tiny uh, lava lamp, but I'm going to.
1: Okay, uh, that's um, fine.
0: The uh, Nate Tice, who's Mike Tice's son, I believe works for The Athletic, but I'm not positive. He tweeted about the longest of Bryce's scrambles Mm -hmm. where he said, man, that duck was like next level, almost looked like a rehearsed dance number kind of move. It was so smooth. And it really was like, like just, something you would say. Well, I mean it was just very heads. I, I told you last week, Improv Bryce is the best Bryce, right? And it was just very I mean, it was fine. It
1: was nice and all. I don't know. It looked like Corey. <laughs> no, it,
0: it did. You shut up. It was it was perfect. It was wonderful. He is um just the maybe the best quarterback that's ever played in the NFL. I don't want to go too far, but maybe. Um he's uh, in the conversation. We can agree. We stop can. Agree. It. Okay.
1: All right. Fine. I wouldn't even look you know, I was I, I was and have been a Cam Homer yeah. big time. I wouldn't have even said that about Cam. Yeah. Um, at his most elite, I would have said he was in the comp like up there. But like I would have I wouldn't have said that any other, you know, of the years. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, Cam didn't have to be smooth like this. Cam could murder you if he wanted to. That's why I loved him. Bryce would <laughs> if you murdered Bryce, he would apologize to you for being in your way. That's why the, it's so great to see him with these slick You know, loops.
1: I will say this. I would like to see him get a little mean streak. That'd, Agreed. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I have to have a quarterback be like that. But also, like, you know, he does bounce back well. He bounces straight back up after getting hit. I like to see that. But there's I can
0: understand how if you do not don't love apologize Bryce,
1: to someone who murders you,
0: there's a little bit of too much. To, all shucks in it. Right yeah no I, I i would i would feel that way in games like
1: talk a little shit you yeah, know 100 like, for lack of a better way of saying it
0: no 100 like the it's my favorite cam thing the texas game last year you know i think because he is so confident we've talked about this he's gonna make a play he can yeah. get the job done and like obviously his fans we were too but at the same time like Dude, you just threw three straight incomplete passes and you're walking back to the sideline with a huge smile on your face. Like, be a little bit angry that all three of those were incomplete because your receiver dropped them. Be mad at somebody. Well,
1: but that that one I don't mind as much necessarily because I don't think he has to be a jerk to his own team. I want to see him be a jerk to the opponent, especially Fair. when we start getting into some division games. Mm. Talk that shit, man.
0: Like that's that's fun as as somebody that has never really felt one way or the other about the Panthers. I actually my favorite cam moment is the fight with Steve Smith. Like I I, I want a little bit of I know I'm better than you to the guys in the marquee position. And
1: there was some tension there because I think they both sort of knew that. And, yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. And that's why it- partly why it became untenable. And you know, I love Smitty more than I love Cam. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that just was what it was. But yeah, I mean, mine, my, my, one of my favorite Cam moments was when he said to Clay Matthews, Oh, you, when he <laughs> tried to call the wheel route out. Oh, you've been watching film, huh? Cool.
0: Watch this. Did you see the clip? And then throw a touchdown. Did you see the clip from uh hard knocks? Um, it, it was, it was a, one of the scripted practices kind of things where uh, it is clear sort of the opposite right where aaron Rodgers has been watching film and picks up what the defense is going to do and so a safety comes down from out of the box and aaron Rodgers goes you're not rushing go back to your position
1: <laughs> maybe you can try that in real life maybe um, i mean i might be shocked enough but as an opposing defender to be like okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you realize wait no well yeah i don't have to listen to this guy <laughs> he's on the other team sorry i had
0: to uh return a text as we were uh, as we were talking there all right the other thing i did want to point out dan orlovsky um yeah. who pointed out exactly the play you were talking about he described that touchdown pass as his words not mine so sick so sick
1: i think i said something similar because like literally that throw a was not easy to make yep b it had to go in like literally a very, very tiny window to have any chance of it being a catch. Like there was no margin for error on that. You had the sideline as an extra defender, which makes it extra tough. And both Thielen, I, I think I would give credit to Bryce for making the tough throw for sure, mm-hmm. but also to Thielen for making that happen because he had to get in a position where only he could get that ball, and he did. He yeah. had that guy boxed all the way out. And, and it's
0: also one of those elements of like you like to see, and I would say this about any rookie, not just Bryce, you like to see that he gets that there's a certain element of trust that has to be there because if you, and I I will in the video, I will include exactly what it was, Dan Orlovsky. Yeah was looking at, um, if you see how far away yes. Thielen is and how tightly he is covered to where Bryce yes. throws, that is 100% faith that not only is your guy going to get there, but you are not going to, like, if your guy doesn't get there, that could be It's picked, a pick, right? yeah.
1: No, 100% it is, or or it's just not an incompletion if you throw it too yeah. far to the side. But yeah, like, it's, it was great. It, and you know what I also liked about it? It was a touchdown.
0: It was a touchdown. It was the first one. I think it is very important to let your football players, regardless of what level, regardless of their years of experience, think it's important you let them play football.
1: You know what I think is important? Scoring touchdowns.
0: Mm, That I hope to see them do more of in the regular season than we saw in the preseason.
1: I made, I literally made a Spotify playlist like three years ago called (laughs) I Miss Touchdowns Uh with all sad music on it. Oh. Because I did, and I still have for quite some time, really, since I mean since Cam left, yeah, I have missed touchdowns.
0: well, it has been a game plan that um was not terrific.
1: no, you know what? you generally scoring less than twenty points in right. an NFL game, no offense, Matt rule <laughs> is not great, but here's the
0: thing for the people of Nebraska, they could not be more excited that that type of football is coming back.
1: I'll just sit back and wait. Did, did he Maybe he'll do great. I don't know.
0: Did he wound you in such a way that you are now rooting against Nebraska as well?
1: I find him to be an absurd human being.
0: <laughs> I think, so I Like actually, on all levels. No, no. I believe this about Urban Meyer, about Nick Saban, about Bobby Petrino, anybody that makes the move from college to the pros, I think the first thing you learn is, oh, we tolerate a lot of craziness at the college level.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, no, it just is like, No. We're yeah. I, the one of us nonsense, all of that, absolutely not. But uh, you know what? If that's your thing, cool. Yeah, good, good for you. Do your thing,
0: um, Lauren. It's been a long time since you and I have talked about this, but because we are talking about college coaches that uh, went to the pros, I do want to end the show by reminding everybody that Pete Carroll loves Lamore and believes nine eleven was an inside job.
1: Yeah, that's fair to always remind people of. Yeah, also is not the best human, but. He, did you see that play? Like, he played quarterback the other day. I think yeah. it was.
0: Why is everybody freaking out about that? Well, that was like a 70. shitty throw. <laughs> well, he's like in his 70s. But he wasn't real like, he wasn't under pressure.
1: Yeah, okay. There's
0: like P-pop in the backyard. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, I remain unimpressed.